Hi, Bearcats. Welcome back. This is going to be the fourth episode of McKendry Culture Podcast. Um, I hope everyone's having a great week. All right, so some upcoming events we have is Thursday, 1028. There's Trunk or Treat from 7 to 9 p.m. MCK Media is going to have a car out there handing out some candy, so come by and say what's up. Uh, next off, I have a new guest for you guys today, and I'll let him introduce himself. What's up, everybody? My name is Josh, Josh Carlson. I am a senior here at McKendree University, and I am from the Chicago area, uh, more specifically a southwest suburb called New Lenox, Illinois. Um, I am majoring in management and marketing, and I am a fourth-year member of the men's water polo team here. And <laughs> also starting this year, we have Marketing Club, which hasn't been a club for a few years, and now Dr. Doble and Dr. Helfrich are starting back up, and I'm going to serve as vice president. So we've only had one meeting so far, so if anybody wants to still join, um, reach out to me, or you could talk to Dr. Doble or Dr. Helfrich or Michael Meyer, who is serving as the president. So anybody's welcome, whether you're a business major or not. But yeah, it's a fun thing that you could join this year. All right. Thank you, Josh. So for everyone who does know Josh, and especially among the water polo team, he is known for his TikTok, and he does uh, reviews on there. So far, he's reviewed all energy drinks. Correct me if I'm wrong. Zero sugar, of course. <laughs> yeah, so he does zero sugar energy drinks. So today, uh, we're going to try something for you guys as well. But we're not doing an energy drink. I'll let him explain a little bit about that. Um, yeah, go ahead. So we're moving away from energy drinks. How'd you get into this? So I started doing these um, random reviews on Snapchat and it was just random where I took a video of myself reviewing like some sort of food or drink. And I started with energy drinks because I drank them a lot, like Bang and stuff got me into energy drinks. And I liked the sugar-free ones because a lot of other ones have a lot of sugar. Started doing them I'm, I'm on Snapchat. And then one of my friends who drinks Bang a lot, he started doing them on Snapchat as well, brought it to TikTok, and he did different bang flavors, and I decided I'm going to bring my reviews to TikTok and do just different brands of energy drinks that are sugar-free, and I started doing them, and the team just like kind of jokes around with me now and sends me videos reviewing them, and it's just kind of like what I'm kind of known for here, so it's just kind of funny, and I kind of want to move into something other than energy drinks because I drink them too much and I want to slow down, and... Um, I'm kind of running out of ideas, so but I still want to keep the reviews because my uh, friends love it. Maybe they don't, but maybe a lot of them do, and it's pretty funny. So He likes to pretend they do, at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, so what do you bring for us to try today? So we got a new review, and we are reviewing Recover 180. It's functional hydration drink. Um, I got acai berry. I got blood orange. Let me break it down for the podcast listeners real quick. We're going to be recording and putting this on TikTok. So you can head over to Josh's TikTok. We'll shout out at the end to watch the video of us drinking this. And if you're listening, then we'll give you a verbal review. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Recover 180 Acai Berry and Blood Orange for functional hydration. We got 60 calories, 11 grams of sugar, and 11 carbs. And there's also included electrolytes vitamins and plant extracts so how i do it here is we open at the same time usually it's a can so we crack it open but it's a bottle cheers one sip one sip everybody knows the rules brought to you by day port no that's how i started it with this pizza reviews but i also obviously take multiple sips as he does i'm gonna try the other one now she'll try um the blood orange is pretty good i like the outside yeah. as well 
Um, I would say the blood orange definitely tastes like a strict orange, maybe a little bit of grapefruit. And um, acai berry, definitely an assortment of berries. I'm getting mostly, I feel like, raspberry. but Pretty good overall. I enjoy that. Pretty good. I like both of them. I guess good for recovery and hydration. Got some electrolytes, um, low calorie, just a little bit of sugar. And now we're going to rate them. So acai berry, definitely I like more. Really? And I think I like blood orange more. Do you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give acai berry and I'm going to give it an 8.7. And I'm going to give blood orange also a high score, an 8.5. Both of them are pretty good. And I like both flavors. Yeah. I would say blood orange about an 8.5. And we'll do acai at about a 8. Yep. So that's it. That's a <laughs> review. Special guest, CC Smith. And... That's it. So that's how I do my reviews. On <laughs> so if you want to go check it out, what's your username, Josh? My username is Josh Carlson 15. So it used to be a joke and now it's kind of funny. And um, some people like them. Some people make fun of me for them. Obviously <laughs> loving making fun of them, but I kind of just accepted it and it's fun. So check it out if you want. If you don't, that's okay. All right. So now we're going to have Nico join us. I'm sure you guys remember. How are you doing, guys? Uh, yeah, this is Nico again, a senior here at McKendree on the men's water polo team. It's good to be back and looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, so um, today I wanted to talk a little about, a bit about like phone usage with you guys. So 97% of college students admit it that their phone distracts them at least one time a day, whether it be during class or while trying to do homework. I mean, I honestly would probably agree with that. I think people definitely get way too, um, you know, distracted by their phones and stuff. I know that me and Nico try to put our phones away as much as we can, especially at home when we're eating and stuff and talking. But do you guys agree that there is a big problem with phones or do you think it's been better? Or um, I think a lot, uh, especially during this generation, Gen Z and millennial, um, just a lot of people are on their phones so much during the day. And now in our settings of like your iPhone, you could see how much screen time you're using. And I know like sometimes I'll check it or it will give me an alert. And definitely during the school year when I just have classes or polo during my downtime, I could tell a lot. I go on social media a lot. Or I'm texting or Snapchatting my friends and it just takes a lot of time out of your day and you'll get like sucked into TikTok or something like that. Like I, I'm a victim of that where I'll go on TikTok and just try to watch a few videos, but then you get, you scroll into it get into some accounts on your or your for you page and then you're on it for an hour and then after the hour's up you're like wow I just took an hour of my day that I could have been doing something else homework or being productive or something and it definitely is a problem for people our age yeah I agree I think it is a big problem um, and honestly I would say our generation depending on who you are but I feel like most of us kind of got lucky in the sense that you know if you look at the first iPhone didn't come out until we were in what third fourth grade Right. Um, so I wasn't having an iPhone put in my hand when I was two years old. So I think that's another perspective that I think I'm a little more worried about because I know I yeah. have some friends that have younger siblings and like they've had iPhones since they were four. They've yeah. Had tablets since they were babies. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think a good strategy is just try to keep it away at certain times when you know that you don't really need it. Like if you're eating or if you're hanging out with your friends, um, you know, just put your phone away. Um, you know, if you're by yourself, you don't really have anything to do, you know, check up on social media. But, uh, you know, like a thing to consider is like those algorithms are designed to be addictive. So like we know TikTok is designed to be addictive and 
they all are just driven on engagement and trying to keep you on the app as long as possible. So I think it's important to try to limit your time on those because they will eat away at your brain quite literally. Yeah, so as of July 2021, the top three distractions for students were social media, texting, and television. So, I mean, I think it just really goes to show you how much technology has affected. Obviously, it's done a lot of benefits, but negatively as well. And it's definitely something to consider when, you know, you're planning to do your homework and stuff. Um, I know I try to use as little technology as possible. I try to write on paper as much as possible because if I'm on my laptop, I get so distracted. But it's it's hard in this day and age to, you know, not use your laptop for your homework. And I think that's one thing that makes it kind of difficult for us. But hopefully people can limit themselves and try to figure out ways. I know I've been trying to be more productive by going to the hub every night and um, just, you know, I feel so much better now that like every day I try to get something at least done because I know for a while I would just like sit on my phone and stuff and it honestly makes you feel more depressed, more out, more lazy, more this and that. If you just get up, go for a walk, decide you're going to do something, I feel like it can make your day 100 times better. Yeah, on top of what Nico said, um, with kids growing up with iPhones nowadays, like as you said, we got, like they started um, coming out with them when we were in third or fourth grade. I think I got a phone when I was like 11 and I got an iPhone when I was 13, which is still a pretty young age. But like I, as well as a lot of people my age, I feel like started with the like standard, like maybe not a flip phone like back in the day, but more like a slide phone with a keyboard that you slide out. But like iPhones nowadays, like, yeah, people who are older than us would say that's young to get an iPhone. But like nowadays you see kids getting iPhones at like six, seven, eight. And I think, um, it's just way too young. And a lot of parents even are giving their kids like iPads, which is a little better, but as long as they're like being aware of their kids screen time or like only having a certain amount of hours a day, having it, I think it's okay because that's just how our generation's growing up. But like, I think also people are being more aware of it now of how much it's taking a part of it. But overall, I think social media is it could be a positive. It could be a negative. But um, it's really I think people need to be aware of how much they're using and how much it's affecting their day to day life and productivity. Yeah, I'll tell you guys a pretty crazy story. So I have a little cousin. He is six now. And from the time he was about two, he didn't know how to spell or say the letters or anything, but he knew exactly where to press on the keyboard on YouTube to get to like Paw Patrol or whatever. He knew like, did, like remembered where to press on the keyboard to get to Paw Patrol. And I think that's honestly scary. Like he doesn't even know how to spell his name yet. He doesn't even know the alphabet, but he knows where to press on the screen to get his show to come up. And it's just kind of insane. Like that now kids are learning like how to use a tablet before they even learn their ABCs. Like that's just mind blowing to me. But I think there are some benefits, especially, you know, learning technology young, you can definitely learn way more about it and be really successful in like a field with technology. But it also has its downsides because I mean, kids should be outside and playing and getting, you know, other experiences than screen time. So as long as it's limited, I think that it's fine. But yeah, and I think when they're kids, you know, that's mostly on their parents. But, you know, coming back to like college students, people like us, you obviously don't have anyone telling you how much screen time you're allowed to have. So uh, one good method that I found that I think I, I like to share with people is if you do, if you have an iPhone, which I know a lot of us probably do, uh, you go to the screen time settings and you can actually like 
limit your time and it gives you like notifications so for example like i have a screen time limitations on all my social media apps it might be like i can't go on them for more than one hour a day and so like after 45 minutes of me being on any of these apps it'll tell me like you have 15 minutes left and stuff and that just kind of helps me keep track because like josh said earlier like sometimes you know you just don't really have anything to do at the time you hop on tiktok and then you're you're stuck there for longer than you originally intended to so that's a good tool for me so i'd like to share that I did that with what Nico was saying, how he put an hour limit on each of, each of his social medias. Um, I definitely don't do that, and I'm definitely a victim of being on social media too much um, during the day, and I have, like, every social media. So I am definitely a victim of that, but I am aware of my screen time, but also I don't really sometimes Well, I feel like there's it. not – like, it's not that – if you can still be productive and get your stuff done, then I mean, I guess your time is your time. But I think it becomes a problem when people are choosing to be on their phone or be on social media over doing this essay and they're using it as a way to kind of um, distract themselves from doing their actual work. And yeah, so an another thing that me and Nico were talking about the other day is how pictures and taking pictures affects your ability to remember stuff. So according to a report um, from August 2021, Linda Hinkle from Fairfield University, uh, she's a psycho psychological professor, says shooting too many pictures can actually damage the brain's ability to retain memories. Um, so basically have you guys ever noticed that in your own lives like will you maybe look back on an event and not be able to remember as well from yeah i, I actually know what study you're talking about i think yeah. it's pretty pretty fascinating to maybe break it down a little bit for the people that maybe haven't looked into that study uh one of the main ideas behind it is that when you think back on a memory if you have a picture of the memory or if during like the peak moment or at the concert you're taking a video or whatever and then afterwards you're looking at the picture you're looking at the video you're remembering that later on uh you won't have as detailed memory of the uh, experience as a whole but you'll actually remember like taking the picture that's the picture you have or you'll remember taking the video but you won't remember as much of the sensory experience around the entire event as you would otherwise if you just didn't go on your phone at all and you just took it all in and just focused on being in the moment mm -hmm. um and so i do think that's pretty interesting because i know a lot of people you know might argue that they like to take pictures and all because that helps them remember it as well and it's a way to save the information and i do think there's a right balance there but uh i do think we do tend to see m maybe some people that always want to take pictures of everything yeah. always recording everything's maybe not as much living in the moment just taking everything in well yeah so um in the study that they were talking about in the article i was reading they basically had people go into a museum and just like look through the exhibits and stuff and the people that were taking pictures remembered less about like all of the audio stuff they remembered way less than anyone else that wasn't taking pictures and they also remembered less about the exhibits because they were more focused on like looking through their phone lens making sure the lighting the shadows the background everything for the picture was right they weren't looking at the details of the like sculptures or paintings or whatever they were looking at so i mean i think that's pretty fascinating though because like when we go to like concerts and stuff a lot of people's first reaction is try to record it try to take pictures to help them remember it but I think it's pretty cool that it's like proven if you just put your phone down and enjoy the moment your brain can capture it better um I actually didn't know that research study and I honestly beforehand I'd probably think the opposite way where if you take a picture like I I get what you guys mean like a hundred percent agree but I totally thought before that like 
sometimes if you take a picture people think as myself included did in the past like you're going to remember more but i think as you guys were saying that when you take the picture you're so focused on getting the perfect picture the perfect video that you're not enjoying everything around you and as nico said you're not living in the moment and i think like one of the examples is i just did a um, presentation on social media um, how it affects consumer behavior positive or negative way and everybody in general and someone who presented on this talked about how if you're at a lake or something or a nice pretty scenery so many people are focused on taking a video or a picture that they don't take in all the scenery and they don't live in the moment and they're so focused on it and in the long run you're so focused on taking that picture or video that you're not going to remember what else you did and you're just like not going to remember yeah you'll remember the picture from the event but not the event almost yeah. is the type of way to describe it and i feel like you're almost gonna miss the other stuff around you because you're like oh i want to see this i want to take a picture or video of this really cool like the big thing in front of me but you're so focused on that and so focused on after the fact looking how the picture came out and you're spending so much time on that that you're missing the little things around you and just everything going around and another thing to that and i think that it speaks to that personally like i personally like to go to concerts a lot and when i'm at a concert um, I do find it kind of like off-putting. It's a little annoying when everyone has their phones out, everyone's got the flash on, everyone's trying to capture the video. As opposed to, I've been to other concerts and other sets where people were really tapped into the music. It might be a three, four, five-hour-long concert. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going all night. And once people really get into the show, get into the experience. No one's has their phone out. Yeah. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's talking to each other. Everyone's dancing together. Everyone's having sharing drinks, and it's not it's not as much about you know everyone's recording. And that just feels so much more like a full experience, and everyone is living in the moment, and it's a much more rich experience. It almost makes me, you know, not to sound like an old head, but you look at old videos of concerts in the '90s and stuff. No one has their phone out. Everyone's mm-hmm. dancing. Everyone's singing. And you look at a big concert today and like the first 10 minutes, it's all you see in the crowd is just flash from mm-hmm. the phones. So Yeah, but to take this a little bit further, so me and Nico were talking. Um, so if you showed, say, like a two-year-old a picture of her parents taking her in a hot air balloon and you were like, yeah, like, look, your parents took no, you. No, if you show someone, sorry, t- someone that's older, a picture of them. like When they were younger. Yeah. Oh, you see, said show like, a two-year-old. Yeah, no, no, yeah, this is what I was thinking is that mm-hmm. you show them and then you like, tell them that it happened and then when they get older they'll always reference back that picture Mm -hmm. but i see what you're saying so like if you showed someone when they're older a picture of them when they were like two with their parents and it's like an edited photoshop picture of them in a hot air balloon with their parents you could convince them that that actually happened when they they were little and that they didn't remember it because you have a picture of it and if their parents were like yeah see we took you like i swear they would create the memories almost themselves of oh yeah, I think I kind of remember that happening because of that picture. And like me and Nico were saying, that's like kind of crazy to think about. Like, Yeah, I remember the, that's a study you're referring to where they think that a lot of people like make up their memories. Like you don't actually remember the event, but if you have a picture of something, then you're able to kind of make up the memory around that picture. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like you could, like you said, you show someone a Photoshopped picture and just because they think the photo's real and it's not Photoshop, they will create an entirely false memory around it, which really just 
like highlights the point that you know having a picture doesn't mean that you have the memory yeah you could just fabricate the memory you cannot remember anything and all if you all you remember there's a picture you think you remember it so yeah just memory is a you know it's a pretty fascinating thing confusing aspect of us you know um and another thing about memory that i said question that i wanted to bring to all of you so i was talking to a friend of mine last night and i was telling him how far back can you remember like well like you kind of know everything that was going on in that time, and they said that they could remember all the way back to being six. They can remember like everything from being six. Yeah, up. like they remember their environment when they were six, like like their teacher's name, like people, like things that they did. And for me personally, I can only remember back to maybe like nine, like well, like I don't really remember my third grade teacher and what that was like, like. But fourth grade, I can now I remember like everything. So I was wondering how if you guys think back, can you kind of pick a point where it's like, okay, before that, I can't remember because I didn't think it would be that big of a difference for me, me and my friends. So I was curious as to what you guys think. I feel like I would agree with you, Nico, on this, that I would say like probably like nine, 10, 11. Um, before, when you asked me that, I feel like if I didn't think about it too much, I'd be like, oh, yeah, five, six, seven like earlier in life but then if you think about it it all goes back to the picture thing you think you remember but you really don't and taking that picture and you just make up your own scenario in your head or experience that you had but in reality I probably don't remember like everything in my life until I was like nine or ten in like fourth fifth grade and everything before then I feel like is just what my parents told me or pictures or my friends told me yeah and it's just like of what people tell you when they tell you this yeah you could probably remember a few things like like here and there but you're not going to remember full experiences and you're just going to like see a picture and be like oh i remember that but you really don't yeah i feel i honestly feel like um i can like remember for the most part from like third grade and up but when i start being able to remember like everything wouldn't it be until much later maybe sixth or seventh grade that's when I can remember like my what I did on my birthday that year, like that type of stuff. But before that, like I can remember like my teacher kind of like a day in the life of me in like third or fourth grade. But I don't remember anything like specific that happened to me or like this or that. I mean, I, I can remember specifics, though, back to maybe like first grade. I can think of like a story that like I can I can imagine in my head that it's my, one of my memories from like first grade, but I can remember like one or two of those. Yeah, just a few. Yeah, but I feel like I can start remember like remembering everything and by the time probably not until 6th or 7th grade. Honestly, I would say fully, I don't I'm just picturing it with school. Like I started junior high in 7th grade and I like vividly remember a lot in junior yeah. high and high school, especially obviously high school cuz it's closer. But, like, there's still stuff I don't remember. But anything before seventh grade, honestly, so I was 13, 12, 14, I probably remembered, like, a decent amount. But, like, just thinking about everything in school, like, I remember pictures. I remember certain specific things. But, like, overall in general, it was probably, like, seventh grade. So I was, like, 13. I would agree. It'd be interesting to ask an older person, too, because I wonder, mm -hmm. like, how far. Because, I mean, when you were 10, I'm sure you remembered when you were six, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I wonder how far that scale slides like you know when we're 40 will we remember 14 15 16 as well or will it be a, a yeah. similar blur to our current six seven and eight years I think it really comes back to what how often you're on your phones and stuff because if we had iPhones back in junior high and stuff I know we weren't allowed to be on them but like the more you're on your phone and like you're zoning out everything around you I think the less memories you're actually taking in 
So agree, yeah. um, people that are older now who didn't have their phones back then, I honestly think they're going to remember more. And I think as time goes on, if this um, problem with being on their phones and social media and technology keeps getting worse, people's memories are going to start fading away even more and they're going to remember less. I would I would agree with that. Um, so there's also this other study that I, I seen that NPR compared the study of pictures to do with memory with. And it's called like the Google study. So basically people remember facts that they are like easily Googleable way less than like facts that you can't just Google. And I guess that's kind of the same with pictures too. Like when you're taking a picture and you know that you're going to be able to look back on the picture, you don't remember the event as well because you're like, oh, I can always go back and look at the picture. So I think that's kind of an interesting point to bring up too is that maybe unconsciously while we're taking a picture, it's kind of just in our brains now that we don't have to pay as much attention because we think like, oh, we'll just be able to look back at the picture and I'll remember the event better. So, you know, maybe it's time to start looking at it opposite. <laughs> Enjoy the moment. Live in the moment. Take yeah. it all in. Use your senses. Definitely. I mean, I'm going to try to make, um, I'll update you guys next week. I'm going to try to limit myself to my phone usage this week and see how it goes, how I'm feeling, because I feel that phones are not essential to our lives and they are not essential to our happiness or like our getting by. I think that you could be perfectly happy in life without a phone. I agree. I think living in the moment is one of the things that people don't know how to do nowadays. I mean, but I really can't, I can't contradict. I mean, I definitely have all the social media. I definitely have my phone It's too. a useful tool. I think, I, I don't know if I would go as far as to say that I, you know, I'm going to get rid of the apps yeah, or anything like that, but I'm definitely going to try to limit myself. It's like everything. It's uh, moderation is key. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I'm definitely going to set a goal for myself this week, though, to try to cut down my times. Yeah, I definitely think that, as Nico was saying, the moderation is key. Um, as I was saying earlier, that presentation, we we're doing whether social media affects consumer behavior in a positive or negative way. We had to choose... Um, whether it had to be positive or negative. A lot of people picked negative because of how much social media, as we were talking about, is affecting kids and their awareness. It's creating body dysmorphia. It's creating anxiety and depression. I actually chose the positive side um, because as a marketing major, I think that um, it definitely, for consumer behavior and marketing reasons, I think that with ads and the, re the way people see ads from social media and are able to buy things so quickly and see ads and then purchase something. I think it is a positive side for marketing, but a negative side for um, people, for people. Society. I know Nico disagrees with me, but I would say it it's a positive things for marketing. As a marketing major, I have to say that it is a positive because marketing is totally changed. The whole everything has changed because of marketing, digital marketing. Said as a true capitalist. <laughs> Sorry, I have to go. With I mean, it. are you guys gonna debate it a little? Because I know Nico's definitely negative, and I just remember I was doing this project, and Nico was not. He was against what I was saying because I really wanted to go positive, but I do agree negative. But we really had to pick one side, and when it comes to consumer behavior marketing, I went with positive. But everybody has their own opinions. It's good for sales, that's for sure. It is good for sales, <laughs> but for maybe people, young kids, maybe not the best. <laughs> so what, what else do we have here on the on the agenda? I mean, that was pretty much it. We're getting up to 30 minutes here, which is about the time I want to cut it off. So any ending words? Um, all I got to say after that discussion, um, live in the moment more. Don't be on your phone as much, uh, including myself. 
be happy. All right. Let's, well, we're going to try to set up some limits for ourselves. All I'm going to check in with Josh next week, and I'll let you guys know if he, you know, is living in the moment more as he's preaching over here. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know about that. But, yeah, live in the moment. Be happy. Be kind. That's it. All right. Thanks Thank you, listening. Josh. Thank you for having me. All right, Bearcats. Have a great rest of your week. I'll see you next week.